Welcome today to Rejoice in Sea with Ty and Betsy Tice. Our podcast today is called Go in Peace, My Sister. I'm reading from Mark 2, verses 1 through 12. And again he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noised about that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together, insomuch that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door, and he preached the word unto them. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. But there was certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, Why does this man thus speak blasphemous? Who can forgive sins but God only? And immediately, when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your heart? Whether it is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise, take up your bed, and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, he saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. Today our Bible reading focuses on the man with the palsy who was healed by Jesus. The crowd was so great that the men had to cut a hole in the roof to place him in front of Jesus. Our story today bears a similarity to the Bible account in that extra means had to be taken to get the person in need of prayer in front of the man of God. In this case, we were the ones in need. Ty and I had been blessed to be operating in demonstration of the Spirit and power. This time, however, Betsy was facing a breast biopsy for a lump that had been discovered. And as Ty said, even though we were operating in kingdom faith, this time the need was so personal that he couldn't see the forest for the trees. Our first pastorate was about three and a half hours from Faith Temple, so we made the drive to San Jose. After the service, Pastor Foreman was rushing to meet a visiting minister. 
Ty practically pushed me in front of him for prayer, explaining the situation. His action reminds us of cutting a hole in the roof in today's Bible reading. Pastor prayed, and the Lord honored us all with a word which Kenny uttered, Go in peace, my sister. It's benign. That settled it for us, and we went on our way rejoicing. The next week, Pastor Kenny reminded everyone that there would always be time for prayer in the house of God. I would like to share at this time, adding to a little bit to this story. See, it's okay not to have all the faith in the world. Sometimes, Jesus says, if any two agree as touching on any one thing, my brothers and sisters, it's not lacking for you to lack. It is lacking for you to be in pride that you don't call forth someone else that can stand up in faith. Wouldn't it be the Sunday that Pastor Foreman wouldn't have a time of prayer because he was in a hurry to see his visiting minister friend? But God had other plans, and I stubbornly pushed Betsy in front of him and explained that we were from 175 miles away, three and a half hours, and that she needed prayer. Pastor Foreman's look on his face was one I will never forget, because it was a look of absolute spiritual rebuff that the Holy Spirit did to him. Because the next Sunday on his uh, service that we watched on TV, he said, our house will always be a house of prayer. You see, he had said that before, but sometimes even the best of us forget what God has instructed us to do. So my friend, my encouragement for you today is don't be stuck up that you have to have all the answers. You don't. Uh, I'm gonna share with you something stupid, but all my life I've had bad teeth and I have struggled with that my whole life. And I remember one Sunday, we, we were having miracles upon miracles at our church. And prayer lines were a constant thing. And we had visiting people from the Baptist church. We had visiting people from the Episcopalian church because they wanted to see what God was doing. Not Pastor Ty. I was nothing. But they wanted to see what God was doing. And this one man came forward, and he wanted God to put new teeth in his uh, mouth. And I'm looking at him, and I just finished a mammoth toothache. And I looked out at the audience, and I said, does anyone here have faith for new teeth? And I forget who it was, but somebody raised their hand. I said, okay, you come up, and you pray for him. Because God honors faith. He doesn't honor unbelief. If you're walking in unbelief, step aside. Let those who walk in faith step forward. And dear friend, I'm here to tell you, not always are we walking in faith. It's like a roller coaster of life. Sometimes you're up and sometimes you're down. And sometimes you're up and sometimes you're down. But what you've got to learn to do is to yield to the Spirit of God and let Him have His way. And when you're in a down point, get out of the way. God wants to do a work, and the only thing that is 
hindering him from doing that work may be you. So if you're a man of faith and you're always praying, but you feel lacking, have someone else come in. It's okay. Nobody's going to think anything less of you. You know what? You're not God. Only he has all the answers. Only he has the way to bring us forth into newness of life. The scripture that I want to share with you today and for us to ponder on is Matthew 21, 13. And said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. Loved ones, one of these days I'm going to do uh, an episode on what is a real Christian because so many people carry a label but they have no identity what it is. And the thing is, how do you become a house of prayer? You pray, you pray, you pray, you pray. And when you're done praying, pray some more until God gives the answer. And when he gives the answers, then you will go forth in boldness. Betsy, would you close us in prayer today? Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for being my healer. Freely I have received, freely I will give. And Father, we do thank you for healing Betsy of that lump and that when they took it out, it was benign and there was nothing to it. But Lord, we know it was because of you and we've never doubted that for a moment. And Lord, today we stand knowing that you are the reckoning and you are the force. And it is through your Holy Spirit that life is given to each and every one of us day by day, moment by moment, and event by event. We thank you, Lord Jesus. And now, my friends, go forth in his blessings, go forth in his praise, and go forth believing that God can use the smallest things to confound the wise. God bless you and go with you. In your presence, O oh God, there is healing. In your presence, O oh God, sweet release. In your presence, O oh Lord, there's joy without end. In your presence, O oh Lord, there is peace. Let me dwell in your presence, O oh let me worship and learn at your feet. Let me look on your face and be lost in your grace. Let me dwell in your presence, O oh Lord. There are friends here on earth. 
cherish and their love brings such joy to our heart yet the greatest of all of life's treasures is a friend who will never depart let me dwell in your presence Let me worship and look at your feet. Let me look on your face and be lost in your grace. Let me dwell in your presence, oh 